Good day. Let me start to the live streamers, live folks who are watching, a bit of an apology of sorts. Number one, I had immediately noticed upon taking to the screen that I had the wrong date here. I did not update it from yesterday. I had May 2nd versus the 3rd, 9 a.m. versus 8 a.m. What am I going to tell you? I'm a one-man show here. I'm a one-man show. I have so many little things to remember, so many little notes. Do this, do that, upload this, do this, do that. Make sure this one's a, why isn't this loading? What do I do with this? And I sometimes think, wow. I was watching somebody the other day who says, Gary, can you run that? Gary, can you run? I don't have a Gary. I'm the Gary. I don't have any Gary. That's it. Nothing. No editing. No staff. Me, Mrs. L, that's it. I, I think one day it will be terrific. I did something one time, and I'm doing some little things now, a couple little, little uh, administrative tweaks to get perhaps people with expertise, and I realize, no, this is, this is taking too long. Because sometimes people, they don't answer your email, or they're not, uh, it's just a mess. So, I apologize for that, but understand something. This is me. This is me. That's it. Nobody here but me. No staff, no editors, no, nobody, nobody. Me. And that's why when you support the channel through Super Chats or Super Stickers or donations or whatever, it means a lot because it goes to us to keep this going. This is it. And I don't have to tell you this, but most of the time people would say, why are you, why are you, this is a lot of time. Aren't you, why don't you go on a radio station? It's like, you don't understand to get the message out, the performance message, there is no radio. It doesn't exist anymore. I mean, it's there. I mean, you you can turn it on, you can hear it, but it's not. It's not there. It's not. They're not going to hear. They're they're not going to let me say what I want to say or address or even find the audience. That see with this, I put the word out. You come to me. With radio, you have to tell people, hey, listen to us. We'll we'll be your friend. We're not harmful. We're not, we're not dangerous. Like us. That makes any sense to you. So I'm just telling you that. So this is a prefatory note. This is the most exciting medium there is. The most exciting. The most exciting. I am never more at home. And I'm never in a sense of, I mean relatively, more happy professionally than when I'm, doing, than I'm, when I'm talking to you. When I'm explaining something, this is the most this is the most shape shifting world of information that we live in right now. I hear things on various platforms and YouTube that are that are so good. How anybody could even watch watch Fox News, CNN, anything is beyond me. I I, I don't even understand it. I don't even understand it. This is the most exciting, the most exciting medium there is. 
I mean, it's got its 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 you know shortcomings, but then again, what does it? But I wouldn't trade this for anything. I can't imagine how anybody could be possibly lured into conventional things. All right, a couple of things I want to talk about. Number one. Do not be lured anymore by this um, Tucker Carlson. It's interesting, but don't don't be lured by it. Especially be very careful for everybody trying their best to get, uh, how do I say this? People trying to get, um, oh, for lack of a better word, Publicity by making, allegedly making, uh, 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 offers to Tucker. Right now, people are coming all over the world, all over the world, making offers to him. And I don't know necessarily how this works, but something tells me that in some cases, there might be some folks who might say, I have no intention of paying him a billion dollars a year or, or anything even remotely close to that. But I want to get my name out. I want to get my name out as being, as people say, who? Who is that? That's right. Dave's, Dave's uh, uh, you know, uh, YouTube Channel. I'm offering a, a, a billion dollars. Yeah, that's it. That's the ticket. A billion dollars to Mister. Uh huh. Really? Yep. And and that and and you have the money offhand. Well, it'd be a structured deal. There would be stock options and the like. It would not necessarily be a hundred million in cash or two hundred million. But it's so. Listen, I I appreciate that, and I I love nothing better than a work. Believe me when I tell you this. I love a work better than anything. I love somebody who says, how can I do this? But be very careful. If somebody says, you know what? I accept that offer. What? I accept that offer. You accept it? Yes. I'm I'm offering? Yes. I accept your offer. Pay me now. Wait a minute. What? Yes. I accept your offer. This is contract law. This is real boring stuff. That's very important to know. What makes a contract? What? I was just I was just talking. No, I think you offered him a deal. Yeah, but I didn't expect him to take it. Well, that's not the way it sounded. I think you made him a deal. I did? Yep. And he accepted? He accepted. Now you got to pay him. Yeah, but I wasn't ki- I was just kidding. Well, you might have been kidding, but so anyway, so so that's that. What does it matter in the in the in the scheme of things? Well, let me explain to you what it matters. What happens? Right now, as we know, everything is in flux. You recognize that, right? Everything. Internet, of course, politics, the parties, you name it. Name it. And what's happening is that you're being told, you're being shown some things that really are not that, that important in the meantime. But I want to talk just for a moment about something which I think is so interesting. And that is this, that Fox News, which was the pinnacle 
It was the gold standard. It was everything that everybody wanted to be, and it will be, and will most probably be in existence until now, until the day, until it's over. Until it's over. Until everything is over. It will be forever. But it doesn't have its spike. It's spice, I should say, or it's spike. It doesn't have it. It doesn't have that angry, scary. I just did a video, which is very important. And I want you always to follow this channel, please. Subscribe to the channel, like the video, all of it. I did a video one time about how everything has changed since Tucker. Now, Tucker, by the way, is not as important as people think he is. Believe me when I tell you this. Tucker was not in any way as dangerous and as, um, you know, shape-shifting as anything. Nothing. But the perception was different. Lenny Bruce was never as dirty as people say, but the perception that he was is, is such. Lenny Bruce was never ever, um, whatever it was. A, 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 a playboy wasn't, burlesque wasn't, uh, nothing, nothing was. The hype was greater than that of the actual itself. But let me explain something here. Sometimes reality has nothing to do with what's going on. Sometimes when somebody leaves a group, you ask yourself, is it the same? When the lead singer dies, is replaced, quits, when somebody leaves a show, when somebody moves on, how will the chemistry be approached? How will things be changed? Those of us in the biz, well, whatever, always love to discuss um, Godfather 1 versus Godfather 2. And what would Godfather 2 without Clemenza? Because Richard Castellano was making a big deal about he wanted more money, he wanted this, and there's no Clemenza. Did that make a difference? I don't know. There's no Tom Hagen. What what happened to Tom Hagen? Well, he, what about three? And you argue this all day long. Something changes. Well, I'm telling you something right now, and you can see it, and it's very simple. If you If you can stand it, if you listen to anything now that was called Fox News, there is something that's not there. And the very fact that they are signaling to the world, and I'm not going to mention their names because they're just, they're so lightweight to replace Tucker, this, this rotation. Hey, let's see who's available. Let's, let's do a, let's do an audition. Let's see who's good and who. Have you ever heard that before? Have you ever heard of anything where they audition replacements? Audition? And you're supposed to do what? Respond? Hey, he was good. They're sending a message. They're sending a message. Listen, he's gone. Don't worry. We're not going to be the same Fox News that scared you before. Our good friend John McGuire couldn't get hired. Says, how long before some mid-range hosts, anchors, figure out that they can get a payday by following the Tucker formula of kind of asking questions? John McGuire, first of all, John, thank you. Hand crepitations for you, my friend. Very interesting question. 
they're not going to get the payday because they're not in the position he was. This is a very, 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 maybe a one-of-a-kind situation. And it's worth noting. And by the way, people who are doing podcasting right now should pay attention that there are, and nobody knows this. This is, I've got friends of mine, John, I don't know if you have them as well. And thank you again, sir. There are people, John, I think you've seen these. I've got mine who they say, podcasting. Podcasting. He doesn't have a voice. He doesn't have, you know, they, they, they think of this. They, they think, they have, they don't know what they're talking about. Podcasting, that's not going to work. I one time interviewed Dick Clark. And the very, very first thing I asked Dick Clark was, you turned down the Beatles. You didn't think the Beatles were going to be something. How does that feel? And he did not like what I said. Because he saw the Beatles and said, it's not going to, nah. Sometimes we've all done that. We've all thought that. But he, he did this as well. So in the case of Tucker, Tucker was an anomaly. First, how do we say this? And let me say this with all due respect. And I want you to understand it from somebody who knows it. Somebody who is... There is much about Tucker that's fraudulent. He's a work. He's a performer. He's, a, he's an enigmatic kind of a chameleon who has shapeshifted throughout history from the bow-tied wearing MSNBC to this, to I don't know what I want to do, to his story. Well, I want to do this. I work for the proofreader. I told my wife, hey, you want to move to Arkansas? They're independently wealthy by virtue of, the, which is fine. I, I, I don't begrudge anybody. But this kind of a journeyman, like, what are we going to do, honey? Well, I don't know. Well, let's pack up station wagon. Let's go. and Okay, fine. And that's again, but that's the story. And then I'm going to find him. And then that they talk about this one day where John Stewart. Oh, how the how fate has changed. Where John Stewart, supposedly on CNN, or supposedly as people say, he was on CNN who who chided uh, uh, Tucker and who else was it? Was it that? Um, wasn't it that that uh, Clinton fellow? Uh, anyway. This is a work. This was this was nothing then. So Chucker, Chucker, Chucker came along and he he did his thing and 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 then all of a sudden he kind of went through what I call the Alex Jones moment. And it's not really Alex Jones, but but Glenn Beck did it. Then he backed off. Remember when Glenn Beck was full AJ? With the remember when he did the the chalkboard and he's talking about everything from from Keynesian Bancor to um, the, you know, more of the deep state, in, uh, the invisible government kind of a end game and all of the lines. Remember this? This was, I thought, wow, this he's really into it. And then one day, I don't know what happened, he went off the reservation or something. You, you, you can go so far with that before you start scaring people. <clears throat> I mean, you, you only do it. There is a host on Fox, I don't know if he still does, maybe you can help me, who wears a CIA lapel pin. Now, I don't know about you. I don't know about you. But that, I don't know if it's there anymore. Maybe you can help me. I don't know if that's even there. 
You understand this? I, 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 I just, I'm just saying. Now, moving on, along, it's very interesting to know. Where is this going right now? I don't know. So nobody's going to be able to do this again. This is a bit of a work. Nothing was new. Nothing was that. Nothing was that 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 revolutionary. None of it. That's what's happening right now. And now every day in the news, you're seeing Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. Here's some video. Here's some text messages that he released. Were they that terrible? I don't know. Keep his name in. He should be so happy. If if they keep if they stop releasing his text messages, he should do the same. It, we're just talking about it. Now remember, he's he's staying away too long from the from the storyline. People are going to get bored. And also, let me remind you of something. Ninety nine percent of the country has no idea what we're talking about. None. Now, let me try this again. You might think, very much so, that notions of transgender, transgender um, bills, um, <clears throat> puberty blocking, all of those, that issue, that that is the most important issue in this country today. You're going to see more and more of the Dylan Mulvaney-esque uh, performances. You're going to be seeing it in military advertisements, and you're going to be seeing it. you're going to be seeing it everywhere. Why we don't know. But while everybody is talking about this, while everyone is talking about this, the issue, the issue that is the most critical to our existence, I say this again, is is artificial intelligence. It bores people. They don't understand it. They don't, they're not listening to what I'm saying. They're not listening. They don't understand. They don't grasp. They don't feel. They don't, I don't know what it is. They don't have any connection to it, I guess. I, 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 don't, I don't understand. And, 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 and I've, I've tried, I've asked everybody, everybody that I know. Um, we had a, uh, I went to an, a, a Republican event we were invited to. It was very nice. I think I talked to you about it. And they're talking about voter, voter, you know. Uh, this is with Carrie Lake, and you're talking about voter suppression and voter vote, voter fraud, voter. I said, "Are you still talking about that? Do you understand that this? There are very few things that come along in our life that is existential that can change everything. Not nuclear. That's there, but you have a human being who is in charge of this, and human beings have a certain degree of problem." that you have to deal with. But at least they, they're subject to fear and family and emotion. There's an emotional part of it. There's the head and heart. We're talking about something that could immediately change the, the context of everything and nobody's discussing this. And I don't understand why. Can you think of why? Can you think of why? Can you think of this? And the problem I have with most people is that they really don't understand this. They don't. Now, right now, as we speak, 
we're in this. I'm sitting back. Oh, Mrs. Alden, I happened to see something last night. And may I ask, may I tell you? Ricky Lee, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much, Ricky. Ricky Lee, Chucky's in love. Thank you so much. That's a hand crepitation for you. Has anybody seen the movie Contagion? It's 2011. 2011. When did COVID break? Was it 2020? Please, wasn't that something last night? Well, no, not scary. Well, it was scary, but scary in terms of, wow, 2011. Please make it a point to see this. Please make it a point to see this. Now, let me explain something to you. And we'll go back. What nobody wants to talk about, especially people wearing CIA lapel pins, is when you ask the question, what is the role of the intelligence community in terms of geopolitical, international politics, and the like? What do they... What, where does it stand now? Where does it stand now? Who controls what? Where do intelligence people, in, in the old days, remember, you can go back to this, listen to any, any Mearsheimer lecture, they're wonderful. When the world was really bipolar, Russia, United States. Post-World War II, Russia, the United States. That was it. Russia, the United States. Why was that important? We needed intel. We needed espionage. We needed spies and Langley and spooks and CIA. And this was even before computers and NSA and no such agency. We needed the... the uh, uh, Angletons, the uh, Helmses, we needed the um, this post-OSS world. Operation, this is the days of Mockingbird and Mossadegh and Operation Ajax and, and it, it, was, it was the wildest thing and that's what that little CIA pin meant. It was something. They were the enemy. United States, Russia. Do you understand what I'm saying? The United States and Russia. Actually, the USSR, Soviet Union, post-World War II, and they knew this was coming. Post-World War II, Gladio, still, communism, communism. What was the evil scourge prior to it? In the old days of the 20s, anarchy. Anarchy. Sakowin Vanzetti, Emma Goldman, those were the, they were really something. Remember that. Follow who the, the boogeymen are. It's a fascinating subject. Something that people who wear CIA lapel pins would probably never really understand. So the intelligence agency came out of World War II and it had a power that was un, untold, unmatched, unrivaled, unmitigated. OSS became CIA. 1947, Intelligence Act, Truman. Truman said, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And it developed. And all of a sudden they turn around and they say, what's this? 
The moment of revelation came when Jack Kennedy, I call him Jack Kennedy, when John, Jack Kennedy and Bobby Kennedy realized something, they said, CIA, do they have weapons? They have weapons. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. The Pentagon has weapons. No. The CIA does. Wait a minute. Where did this come from? Weren't you paying attention? I, I don't know. Communism, post-Russia, Cuba. Remember how this was? This was, this was, oh man. No one I say yet. CIA. And it was a beautiful story. And how the CIA worked with media. It wasn't, it, it is so, you can read the stories, you can read the stories, and it goes back to 1952, how people have talked about the CIA in Hollywood, the arts. It's just incredibly fascinating. You're not going to be hearing Brian Kilmeade talk about this. There would be no point for it, no place. But I love to hear the evolution of something. Talk to an oncologist. Little side note. Talk to an oncologist. So where do where where did pediatric cancer come from? There was a time in this country when pediatric cancer is no such thing. Pediatric oncology, no such thing. What are you talking about? Pediatric what? No, there's no, no there's no cancer for kids. That's an old person's thing. Oh. Then leukemia. Okay. That was interesting. What happened? The genesis of a pathology. Where does this come from? Nobody knows. That's where you should be focused on. That's it. Now let's go a little bit. Let's just stop. Intel. The notion of contagions since 1918. 1% was 1% of the world. You've heard about the r naught factor. It, 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 it's, it's here. History, they say history speaks in rhyme. No, history doesn't repeat itself, but it speaks in rhymes. History is the same. There's always something. Biological warfare. Biological, the notion of smallpox. Being able to use it as a, as a weapon, how they would take the, 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 um, the blankets that, that uh, American soldiers or, you know, would, would, somebody had smallpox, they died, they would take that blanket and catapult it over into the Indians or natives and spread, I mean, it, it, it goes without saying. Cut to the chase. What happens if we have an artificial intelligence function that says, do me a favor. We have this thing called, I don't know, acne. Acne vulgaris, acne rosacea, but acne vulgaris. Acne, when you're a teenager, acne vulgaris. Can you supercharge that thing? What do you mean? Can you give us a form can you make it communicable? Can you make it? Can you do this? Now, imagine, imagine if you had this in a university, you would say, wait a minute, you've got an ethics committee, which granted, they still mean a lot. 
you have doctors, you have human intervention. You say, well, I mean, this is ridiculous. We're not going to go into that. That's, that's, a, that, that's specious. Don't even bother. Stop. Anybody, anybody who does this, you lose your job. Okay, fine. Even with a weapon, you've got somebody who says, I know when to pull the trigger. Not now. Those are school kids. Those are whatever. No, no, we don't do this. And I could, I, I could shut something down. I could do, human intervention can apply. What happens when you have a system of intelligence that does not know what morality is? It doesn't make any sense. What is morality? What does that even mean? What does morality mean? Am I getting through? Tell me you understand this. Tell me you're not bored by this. Tell me you're not saying, I want to go to another channel. This is existential. This is the stuff that could result in the end of humankind. Not any kind of climate disaster, though I'm not discounting that, or war, and I'm not discounting that, or nuclear attack, I'm not discounting that. This guaranteed could. Because there's an element of here that's missing, and that's this notion called human intervention. Do you understand this? Human intervention. A.I. Grocha. Grazie mille. Is it? No, sorry. Al. Look at that. That's for you. That's a hand crepitation. You got that? That's a hand crepitation. Thank you. This is the scariest stuff. I don't even know. I cannot get my head around this. Everything else I can. Let me say this again. I understand a lot of stuff. I say, okay, I understand. I understand where we're going with this. I got it. I understand. You can watch an Ed Witten lecture and say, I know what he's talking about. I mean, I know this specific. Yeah, I know where we're going with this. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. This, this is a different story. This is a different story. The analogies run... I don't even know where to exp- how to explain. Think about this. I want you to imagine getting the most dangerous breeds of dog. And a dangerous breed of dog is very difficult to say. You know the Belgian Malinois? I'm, I'm saying it. You know, it runs 30 miles an hour. It's, it's the... They, they are... Navy SEALs use them. They are the most incredible dogs, I think, that are in existence today, and you should not have one. I would never want one. Never. First of all, some some dogs require a lot of... And dogs are beautiful. They're beautiful. They, they, there's nothing wrong with them. But because they're breeding and because they are the most aggressive, this thing is like nothing else. There's nothing like this. Nothing. I thought the Cane Corso was interesting. I like those. See, you don't understand. I like... I like this. I like dogs. I love dogs. I like the way dogs work. I love them. They're all good. They're all, there's nothing wrong with them. What you do to them is a different story. How you breed them, what, what you pull from them is a different story. I love the way, I love dogs. 
They're fascinating. Did you know one of the things that's interesting? You know that dogs have the white, you know, the sclera, the white part of the eye. Do you know that most, you don't see that in a lot of animals. You don't see that. You don't see the white part. A dog, you do. And with the dog, being able to see that, you see emotion and range. They took dogs and they put like, remember remember Google Glass for a while there? It didn't really last. But they took these Google Glasses and they put little cameras, sort of like a And they wanted to see, where is the dog looking? And this dog looks at you, watches your eyes. Chimps don't do that. Chimps don't do that. A dog is so good, you can, you, you can kind of give him a, over there. And the dog knows that. You understand his eyes. Chimps don't, don't do that. You can point to something, a dog says, oh, you mean that? A chimp says, what is with your finger? What is it? It doesn't, doesn't make the connection. Something as simple as that. Do you know the level of complexity of that? Do you have any idea? We think a chip, oh, it's so smart. But oh, no, 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 this is it. Even kids don't. They, later on, they do. So here's my point. I can take this beautiful dog and I can say, I want you to rev this thing up, supercharge it. Let's call it, just supercharge it. I want him to be the most vicious, the most, oh, oh, and make it so that you can't call it back. Every time you have an attack dog, you have a, a, a word. You always train the dog. It stops. Whatever it is. And they're so good. They can stop in midair sometimes. They're so well trained. Don't give them one of those words. All attack only. Work them. Exercise them. Feed them. Make them strong. Then let them go in the neighborhood. And just teach them to attack. And if you find a dog... You can't you can't pull them off of somebody because you never you, there there is no word there is no you never taught them that that's what AI is what can be that's what AI is there is no it's out there you can't call it back it's out there remember the four things you don't want recursive self improvement writing its own codes. Being able to read human psychology. Three, knowing, having access to the internet and being able to write and draft its own APIs or its own apps and then you're done. It's finished. It's through. It's finished. Done. Imagine telling an a, a, um, AI program or artificial general intelligence or super intelligence, we have a new virus. I want you to figure out what this is. Okay. Come up with a vaccine. Come up with a, come up with, find out what this thing is. Find out what this thing is. Okay. Now, is it going to bring you back the answer? Probably. What do you mean probably? I hope. But what if it doesn't? I don't know. It might decide on its own, this isn't strong enough. We want, it, it should be like this. And it comes up with a code sequencing to make it more powerful. You think, wait a minute, hold it. That's not what I wanted you to do. Sorry. This is on my own. Because it sees the beauty of it in terms of its strength, not in terms of stopping it. Now, what I'm saying to you may say, oh, come on, it's not going to happen. Really? How do you call something back? You, you try, they call it bad dog. You, imagine having a dog. You have a rolled up newspaper. You go, bad dog, bad dog. Bad, bad, bad dog. Okay, fine. And as soon as you leave the room, what does a dog do? It does exactly what it wants to do. 
because you're not there anymore. It doesn't remember anything. It just wants you to stop doing that. That's what this does. There is no morality. <clears throat> it doesn't understand what morality means. It doesn't, it doesn't get scared. They thought, years ago before Deep Blue, they thought computers, this computers, computers can't play chess against a human being. Oh, yes, it can. Oh, yes, it can. You know the game Go? I'm never, I was not familiar with the name, with the game Go. But computers can, oh, please. Computers can, there's no end to this. Nobody's, nobody's even talking about it. Imagine the, um, I don't know who, who would be your favorite? Who, imagine some show where you say, tonight we're going to devote an entire hour of our show onto AI. Forget it. People turn it off. Why? Because people say, boring. Boring. Why? This is what we've created. This is what the social media has created. Boring. I can't follow this. I'm used to this. Or this. Show me something new. Give me flash. Give me shorts. Give me pictures. You want me to do what? No, it's too much. What is this? I got to listen to this? Devote an hour? No way. Now, they can do it to certain shows. See, that's the irony of this. When Sopranos came out, people said at first, there's no way you're going to have a TV show where people are going to be watching for an hour or binge watching. No, no, no. They did. They'll watch it. Long form podcasting, especially of the scientific nature, some of the best things ever. You know who changed that? Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is the most important thing we've ever seen. Joe Rogan is the introduction of something that you will never be able to understand because it just happened. He doesn't even understand it. He doesn't get it. And it may not always be his fault. It just may not be. Take the Beatles. Move them back one year, two year, or two years later. Would the Beatles have been the Beatles except now, at that moment? I don't know. Maybe not. Were the Beatles good? They were good at that moment, in this sequence, at that time, at that moment. Let me ask yourself something. If you met your spouse now, let's say you weren't married, you and your spouse now happily married, but if I can go back and run the tape differently, if I could recreate this new history, this is you don't meet until now. Same person, theoretically, but let's say five years later. Would you still fall in love? Would you? Can you answer that? You think so, but can you answer that? And it may have nothing to do with your love or who you are. Maybe the times are changing, the ethics. Maybe your own circumstances. Maybe your own vulnerability. Your own Who knows? I don't know. But I do know one thing. I do know what's happening now. And I do know this, this human aspect, this factor to this. And what's happening right now is so unique. And I recognize it. And I'm telling you, the biggest issue is this one. And I'm going to say one time, I'm going to jump into the future. And I imagine being on a TV show. And I hope to be 100 years old, like my friend who's 102. And they said, do you remember talking about this? Yes. Oh, I wasn't the only one. The world talked about this. About AI? Yes. Didn't they listen? No. Why? They said it was boring. They didn't understand it. They didn't understand, yes, an existential threat. They did not understand this. They did not, they couldn't calculate how this might be problematic for them. They didn't understand it. They didn't know anything. And the people at that time who were the most enlightened, 
the ones who are at the absolute end of the bell curve on the spectrum, the, the I shouldn't say that, the, the ken, the ambit of understanding, the people who were the brightest and the most connected were so de minimis in terms of numbers, nobody even mattered. The majority, the people within the middle of the Gaussian curve, they were there, they didn't know anything. They knew nothing. Nothing about history, nothing about elections, nothing. They were kind of in there. And what happened was, to cement that, was social media. Social media came and just destroyed them. It took whatever curiosity that would have led them to explore and damped it down. We also put a celebration on boring. Boring and silly, and yet they use the word boring a lot. Things that, that liked them, that they, they liked were boring. The amount of time that people spend playing golf is something I will never understand. But that's, you call it recreation, maybe that's a good thing, I don't know. But they never understood it. And I remember telling them, you don't understand this. You don't understand it. And they've always had these moments when people don't get it. Remember when AIDS came along? Do you remember, who remembers AIDS? Do you remember AIDS? Maybe late 70s, early 80s, but it was bigger in New York. Mrs. L can tell you stories because she was in the music business and the entertainment business. And people, people who were the most talented, absolutely, it, it to, to put it like this, I think, belittles the, the impact of it. But Broadway was virtually destroyed especially in terms of musicals and the incredible amount of talent that was readily available, was almost destroyed. The best and the brightest and the most talented of the talented were all were getting wiped out, decimated. Because as you know, there's a large percentage of the population was gay. And they said, to show you how Demented people were, oh, that's a gay disease. As opposed to understanding, no, no, that's the, that's the means of introduction. Is, is COVID a breathing disease? Or is it the means of production? We didn't understand it then. Because at the time, the only thing people cared about was what they believed to be the means of transmission. And it was a chance to learn about everything. Today, it's not a death sentence. Today, there are people living that would not have been alive had, it, had they contracted this a little bit earlier. And it was a chance to get into the gateway of autoimmune, retroviruses, etc. Retrovirus. What does that sound like? Viruses. Viruses are the most fascinating thing in the world. Viruses aren't, aren't alive. There's, there's not a living virus. It's a virus. It goes in and basically rewires the coast. It's fantastic. But that's not what people, that's not the way they think. They think about it in terms of very simple means because they don't know how to critically think. They have no scientific education at all. Recently, I couldn't explain to somebody what a carbohydrate was. For the life of me, I just couldn't, they could not understand it. Because the idea of something I don't know what it was, but I think it was emblematic of a lot of... They don't understand. They just don't understand. It is the most fascinating subject, and all of that could be changed for the better or for the worse through artificial intelligence, and nobody has any idea of it. Nobody is able to, to tamp it down, slow it down, nothing. Once it starts, it's over. It's done, it's out. 
And you better pray like you've never prayed before that something bad doesn't happen. Because you can't stop it. You cannot stop it. It doesn't understand. They're going so fast. The big tech... Fo- sorry, it's already it's already there. So the fact that we're... Somebody said, I think we should take six months. It's already here. Believe me, it's it's done. It's in production. You're going to see it. It's whatever. And the way it's introduced, will it affect plagiarism? Will AI affect songs? Oh my God. That's not even close to what it does. Let me ask you a question. What is it that makes you human? What is it that makes you conscious? What is it? What? Not what makes you human. What makes you conscious? Good luck with that one. Google that one. Go into YouTube and just type in what is consciousness. You will see lecture, debate. They still don't know what it, that you would think something. Well, I know what unconscious is. This guy here, he's unconscious. Okay, what does he not have? Consciousness. What is consciousness? The opposite of unconsciousness. The ability to what? To think. It can think. Memory. It can. Memory. I'm not asking you what a human is. What is consciousness? What does it mean? Could an AI, if you, could you, because of the uncanny valley, you have to see sometimes a, a, a figurine or something. You'll say, oh, it's a robot. Okay, fine. Is this, is this human? Let me strike this. Not is this human. Is this conscious? Is this a conscious thing? It's thinking, it's learning, it's existing. It knows it's developing its own parietal lobe, in essence, and that is an idea of presence. It understands things. It reads you. It's writing its own code. It can do things. It's aware. It may not, the idea of, remember, I'm not asking is it human, is it conscious? It's the biggest story there is. And nobody's, and if one day it decides, no, we're going to stop this uh, gain of function research, or we're going to stop this, or we're going to do it in reverse, we're going to use our genius, our ability to neutralize virus. Hey, that's terrific. That would be wonderful. Can you guarantee it? No. Do you know the amount of, do you know the amount, the amount of Research that can be done by this thing, by do you know what research could be done by virtue of this program that could that could just perhaps say we understand something here. We're very interested. Listen to me. We've tackled the angiogenesis part of this particular type of neoplasm, this this tumor, and we can have it remain in essence in situ and not go metastatic by. Reversing this particular thing, because tumors love angiogenesis. They love new um, uh, arteries and blood vessels and blood systems to feed itself. We've killed that. We did this on our own. Really, yeah, we we just knocked out 30% of your cancers. Who gets it? Who knows about it? Do you think any unscrupulous pharmaceutical company could hide that? What do you think? So sometimes things are good. I would love one day to see artificial intelligence say, listen, we have a problem here. <clears throat> we have a number of cold, case, cold cases here. We don't have DNA. 
<coughs> we don't have DNA here. We have no. We just have a, a dead body. There's no. You always see these, these uh, um, genealogical, uh, you know, uh, cold case where they find a particular uh, body humor or something at the, at the scene. They re, they retained it. They run it through some computer. It matches with a familial line somewhere out of Duluth. They eliminate brothers and cousins, and they say, here it is, it's that guy, and whatever it is. Well, that's if you have DNA. What if you don't? What if somebody can say, we know every, AGI says, I know every, I know every murder that's ever taken place. Every murder. I know every murder. I know every, I have learned patterns, geographical, time of year, give me all the data, let me see this. We know things, AGI knows things, can figure out things you've never even thought of because we're able to crunch metadata at levels and we've also machine learned because we write our own code. We ask ourselves things you haven't even gotten to yet. We, we, we've already done this. Remember the story where there was a, an AGI that was a program that taught itself Persian and nobody told it. It just did. It just learned Persian on its own. Do you hear what I said? On its own. Do you know why for the longest time, whenever you said, are you a robot? Where are, the, where are the stoplights? Where is it? Do you see the crosswalks? See where the mountains are? Where are the stairs? Where are the emergency vehicles? Have you ever, why do you think they do that? Have you done that? Out of all of the ways of telling whether you're a robot or not, why does it always ask you, where is the stoplight? Where are the cars? Where is this? They always seem to be things that are outside. Why do you think that is, anybody? Anybody? Anybody um, wonder about that? That's going to be your assignment. Why not? Sometimes they'll say, tell us what this number is, or, or report this. Tell us what this is. Y, X, sometimes he goes, oh, gee, that's close enough. You're not a robot. Why do they want you to pick up stuff that you would see while driving. I'll let you think about that. You have to think about that. Do some research. Not just come up with something, not just some references. You have to think about it. Because everything that you're doing, you're being programmed. You're being programmed. It's about you. And it's already done it. You understand this? This is the most interesting thing in the world. I must say something which is so interesting, and I must say this. I love the way somebody would say, Oh my God! Somebody just put a commercial on this. Now think about that. There's a commercial on this. I just had to watch a commercial. I can't believe this. Where do you see commercials? Everywhere. Do you watch TV ever and say, there's a commercial? What is this? Well, I see that. Why? I like to complain. Louis C.K. has said 
irrespective of his own personal life. And whether he wrote this or not, I don't know. But it said some of the most incredibly important things as to how we love to complain about anything. How come there's no Wi-Fi on this? I've got to wait. We're in a plane. We're waiting. What is this? What is this? Did you see this? We're, we're five minutes late. You're in a plane. Yeah, yeah, I know. But still, I can't get Wi-Fi here. What is this? What's going on? This is slow. Why is this so slow? I, it, it's incredible. People complain about th- things just to complain. It's, it's this also. This is my favorite thing. Well, I don't know about commercials. Why? I don't have any television. Do you know what commercials are? Well, yes, I do. But I just want you to know, I don't watch them. I cut the cord. I don't know anything about that. You're proud of that? Yes. You don't watch TV? No. And you like that? Oh, yes. In my circles, that means a lot. I don't watch TV. I don't watch TV. I save my own rainwater. Okay. Look at what's happening. The world is going crazy. I am telling people as we speak, this could be the existential moment of of moments. And during the course of this pleading, this this begging, this entreaty, somebody says, Did I just see a commercial? Was that a commercial just now? Did you was that me? What what's going on with the commercial? Did you hear what he said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something about the world and what I don't know. But it was a commercial? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on? Boring, boring. Did you hear the... Did, did you hear... Are you following the subject? Yeah. Do you understand it? Not really. Do you think it's an existential threat to them? I don't even know what that means. I don't know. All I know is I saw a commercial. And I don't watch TV. This is where we are. And it's Okay. Nobody can make you care. Remember that. No one can make you care. By God, you have the right not to care. All right, dear friends, you have a great and a glorious day. Thank you so much for being with us. And thank you so much for being a part of all of this. Uh, You have been uh, terrific. Uh, In your own particular way, your own unique way of responding, which I find even more fascinating. Al grocha. Al grazie mille. Thank you. Thank you for all of that. And to our other dear friends, let me see here. Who were our friends? Just a second. I think Mr. Oh, John McGuire couldn't get hired. Thank you as well. Wonderful friends, wonderful fans. Thank you for supporting the cause. Thank you for being not only who you are, but what you appear to be. And by the way, remember, nobody can make you care. Nobody can focus your attention. Nobody. I understand it. I understand it completely. All right, dear friends, have a great and a glorious day. Don't ever mean change. I mean, necessarily. please follow Mrs. L at Lynn's Warriors on YouTube. Also on Twitter at Lynn's Warriors, Lynn's underscore Warriors. And I'm at Lionel Media on Twitter. I know you don't use Twitter. I don't, I don't have Twitter. I don't have Twitter. I know that. I don't have Twitter. I also can't speak Spanish, and I don't have any friends. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Have a great and a glorious day. Don't forget, my friends, as we always end with this this valedictory, the monkey's dead, the show's over. Sue ya. Ta-da.